This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was villains. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. Okay, last week, folks, he said he was Billy Scafuri. <laughs> oh, right. That was just like a little joke. You know when in, um, uh, are you a Calvin and Hobbes fan, Bill? By any no, chance? not Did you? like a real one, because I've got met it. Calvin and Hobbes fans, and they're Calvin and Hobbes fans. I've seen, yes. I'm familiar with. Of course. So I am one of the aforementioned sort of diehard, ride-or-die Calvin and Hobbes heads. Mm -hmm. And they would frequently, in the Sunday comic strip, they would do a thing. Bill Watterson, who's the brilliant creator of Calvin and Hobbes, where the first two panels of the Sunday strip would be its own little throwaway joke that really didn't have anything else to do with the rest of the strip. It was Mm -hmm. just like its own little bit Mm -hmm. of... So that was that was kind of like my introducing myself as you. It was just like something just to get us started. It doesn't really have to do with the episode. We're just goofing. You, you know, know like a little. I, lo- I love, I love that. I love that game plan. Yeah, just to, you, you always in a wedding speech, you want to lead with a joke. Get that That's first it. laugh. Get yeah. that first laugh. That's right. That's right. That was also by design a trick Harvard Tailing Team would do sometimes. Where was that? When we didn't know how to end a sketch, we would. Yeah. Put a throwaway joke at the top of the scene and then <laughs> just right, re-reference yeah. just that say it. again. Just say and it. people will yeah, be yeah. like, it feels over now. <laughs> it's so funny how how the human like the the way that our brains receive narrative like that. It's like mm-hmm. that's what, like one of the old improv rules, like it's like the end is in the beginning or whatever, like sketch yeah. and improv. And frankly, storytelling in general. But it's just like that is just one of those like mathematical things that it just is true. If you say something at the beginning and then say it again at the end, it feels conclusive whether it is or not. It feels satisfying. And I think <laughs> when you're the audience in a comedy show, your brain just wants to have its own personal moments of I get that. Exactly. I, I, I get it without exactly. them having to say it. I get it. And that's, that's why right. reincorporations are so exciting because right. when they're really easy to digest, it's like, ooh, I'm in it. on the joke. I, I get, get it. Exactly. I Speaking get of it. in on the joke, Bill, off mic, just before we started, you were telling me that you've been watching some stand-up comedy specials. Something yes. that, in my experience of you, it, I, I, isn't something that you, I don't, I don't believe. I don't do that. Wrong, make a habit of doing, really. Yeah. So <laughs> not only, and you're right, not only do I not <laughs> Turn on the television yeah. and put on a, a stand-up doing a tight seventy-five. Right. Like it's just not really, <laughs> yeah. it's just not really my thing. Right. I went to a live stand-up comedy show. That's my boy. Heck yeah, dude. Sweet. When was tell the me, last time you attended it. as an audience member just for the love of the laugh? Yeah. A live stand-up comedy show. Certainly pre-COVID. Certainly, okay. certainly, certainly pre-COVID for sure. And then, how frequently uh, but- were you doing that? Well, I mean, there was a there was a pocket of time where I was like going to to um, the not even the improv, but if there was like my friend Ian was doing a show or something, I would just like go and and check it out and just okay. like enjoy okay, the good. comics or whatever. So like, but not with any serious regularity, um, okay. and not in a while. So I'm 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 impressed and pleased that you have that you've done this. Um, how yeah. was it? It just yeah. kind of sparked out of nowhere, but Love it. someone, Max Silvestri, comedian and a friend of the podcast, appeared on an episode, Max Silvestri, stand-up comedian. Hysterical. Great Hilarious stand-up comedian. comedian. My God. Very, yes, a very, very funny man. Hilarious. He posted on Instagram, um, in story, so these things are disappearing. 
Yep. This is good. This is a They're, goner. So if yep, you see, yep, yep. see it if you can. Yep. He posted Joe Mandy, comedian Joe Mandy. Hilarious. Is doing a 60-minute set at the Elysian Theater, and he recommends you go see it. There and I am not one to just be swayed by a media post. I know you're not. It usually has to come from the inside out. But I saw this post, and I said, you know what? I don't oh want to miss that. <laughs> Great. I feel I've seen Joe Mandy do Comedian Joe Mandy do five minutes, ten minutes, maybe 15 minutes. You know, like right. a part of a lineup right. of 96 comedians that sure. goes to four <laughs> yeah. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But this was a long set, which means it's probably going to be a special or something. And I was like, I just want to have a laugh. I'm I ready mean, to have a good old-fashioned laugh. In my experience, you don't get more uh, – I mean, Joe Mandy is a sure thing. There are no – So there's, that's there's what I was hoping sure for. Yeah. That's exactly what I was hoping for. I was like, this feels like a safe bet. His yeah. sensibilities are really in line with my sensibilities. Truly. And he also has a like a, a wicked streak to him that yeah, I don't necessarily have. And yeah. so I'd like to see it in action. You can appreciate it, absolutely. And friends – Happy to report Joe Mandy's 60 Minutes was a freaking laugh riot. Did you laugh your arse off? <laughs> I had a great old freaking so ha- time. I'm so happy y'all. to hear that. That's great, man. He walked out, and from minute one to minute 60, Joe Mandy, I was eating out of his hand. I could, yeah. It could have been a 90-minute set. Yeah. And I am not one to want to extend my time in the theater. I, I like a short theatrical experience. I know that. And In yet, fact, I could have gone all night. It was a Sunday night, Adam. It so is hard good, to do anything on a Sunday night except go to sleep at 8.30. I'm so thrilled for you. Thank you for supporting live comedy, Bill. You're welcome. Um, that is, uh, thank you for supporting live comedy. Joe Mandy is hysterical. I, uh, that, that is so cool. How was the Elysian? I've yet to go. That is, uh, for the audience who's listening, that is like a fairly new comedy theater space here in Los Angeles. What's the it vibe? Feels like it feels like the nice? one. This feels like this should be the one. Okay, cool. Right on. Yeah. More than this one. More this feels Dynasty like it should be the new UCB. Okay. If you're like, like this, this seems like the one. This seems okay. like the cool, the cool kids theater and a good theater, Adam. As a okay, man right who grew up in the theater, yes. you'll have you not been there. I have yet to be there. I haven't been there yet. Got you. It's a theater, which cool. is really good for the soul. Cool, cool. Absolutely. Um, you know, you said, and this is something that we've talked about on the podcast before, I'm sure, but um, one of the angriest that I have known you to be, you were speaking oh. of you don't like to extend your time to the theater. I'm angry. Oh, that's that's, that's pushing it a little bit. That you drunk went, Irish play. You, <laughs> Hell, folks. I sprinted Marina, to the car. maybe Farron I and broke Smitty a sweat and, running yeah. to the car to get away from this theater. <laughs> it was a production of, I believe, Long Day's Journey Into Night by Eugene Folks, it was the, the longest the day and the longest journey. <laughs> Long Day's Journey Into Get Me the Hell Out of Here. Uh, and Bill, uh, the, it, it famously runs three and a half hours. A production that I saw on Broadway had not one but two intermissions. Rude. You um, have to put a sign up, folks. Got it. And got say, to. do you know what you're getting into? Yeah, yeah. Th- what would you say i mean like in seeing a live performance be it stand-up comedy or a play or whatever what is your hard what is your hard runtime ceiling 55 minutes (laughs) a hair under an hour if it's comedy a hair under an hour and that's where mandy was living right about right about 60 so he's right in the pocket basically a tight 60 and look There are certain plays. You see Hamilton, take your time. You know, like, I get it. I get it. (laughs) Don't rush it on my account. Yeah. 
If I wish Long Day's Journey Into Night gave out a satisfaction card or a card where the audience could give notes afterwards, because yep. I would say slash two thirds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just Cut. slash two thirds. Figure out a way to bring this down to, I'll be generous, a buck ten. Seventy yeah, minutes. Yeah, a short yeah. day's journey into the afternoon. It's into the afternoon. Just a morning into the early afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is what, mm-hmm. that's all I want to see. Well, mm-hmm. Bill, um, once again, thank you for supporting live comedy. The comedy community thanks you. You're welcome. Um, You're welcome. Really cool. And then also, but but so aside from the live comedy, and then you went home and uh, you're watching more stand-up comedy on your television? Marina is out of town. So now I find myself um, after dinner being like, okay, no one to talk to. I guess I'll check (laughs) out the screen. (laughs) I'll check out the screen. Yeah, right. But like – once you see one sports center, you've seen it. So now, and like we're in this, we're in this dead zone between. It's like we're all gearing up for the Mets playoffs. Of course, basketball hasn't. Let's go Mets. Start. Let's go Mets. Big. Let's time. go Mets. Let's go Mets. Period. Um, exclamation point. So then we are. Basketball is like pre, it's even nice now to have some preseason games on, but we're not quite in the basketball. No. Thing. So we're in this little sort of dry area here. So you're you're turning on more yuck yucks. You're watching I'm laughing jokes. my ass off yeah, by dude. myself. Love Last that. night, I treated myself to a little fantasy. I watched oh. a little bit of Lord of the Rings on Prime Video. Wow, right on, man. Cool. Okay. Nice. I'm all caught up with Lord of the Rings. I'm all no caught shit. up with Game of Thrones. So Get I'm out of in here. Middle Earth and I am in Westeros, I think. Tell me what you're, uh, as someone who has not seen any of the new Game of Thrones, any of the Lord of the Rings, and is only sort of cursorily familiar with both uh, universes, do you have a hard preference? And I know maybe it's not fair. Maybe it's not even fair to compare the the rings. I think I like Lord of the Rings a little bit more because Game of Thrones, they're all so mean. They're killing each other all the time. And some scenes in Lord of the Rings is like, the hobbit made a potato and gave it to neighbor. And it's like, like that's a relief. Sweet. That's <laughs> a relief. Jeez, Louise. There's no decapitating. There's no incest. There's no, but like... But now, but last night's episode, oh no boy. incest. But there oh was boy. violence. Oh there was Jesus. violence. They want some sort of... The funny thing about me and fantasy, I'm not yes. a fantasy guy. This me might neither. shock people. <laughs> no, but you have matter. the brain for it. You have well, the wife for it. I have the spouse for it, for sure. Yeah. I, I'm still, like, learning the rules of how to yeah. keep up and, like... <laughs> I have to watch most of these episodes twice, and I don't even yeah. know that I watched it twice. <laughs> I'm watching it for the second time, and like 55 minutes You're in, like, I'm oh, like, I, I think, think I've seen, seen this, this one before. I feel that. I feel that. So it's yeah. not really for the stories, just like sometimes like the trees like shake. Yeah. Or, you know, like like a new rock is found. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. All right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I watched a little fantasy last night. Lord of the Rings. Right on. Cool, dude. And then because of another friend's recommendation on yeah. Instagram stories, your this boy is, Bill, based yeah. on John Gabris's recommendation, watch yeah. the Nick Kroll special. Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool. I think it's called nice. Little Big Boy. Funny. Yeah. A good laugh. He's a another really one. good laugh. You know what he is? He's such a great performer. He really is. Oh my god. What maybe the funny maybe the one of the hardest I've ever laughed in my life was when my mother, father, and uh, Maggie and I went to go see uh, him and Malini's Broadway show. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, wow, 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 wow. And now they are selling out wow. like Madison Square Gardens. Like yeah. they are on their that own. Was, they are just like arena comedians. That was a laugh riot. 
Yeah. A laugh riot. Yeah. But yeah, it was um, all about Nick Kroll's adolescence. And you're like, of course funny. you're making Big Mouth. Of course you're yeah, making a show yeah, about yeah. Like, puberty. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Yes. Uh, um, wow, Bill. Well, thank you for supporting televised comedy. Um, you're welcome. We really appreciate it. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> thank you for supporting the, the citizens of Middle Earth as well. They, yes. Um, I'm there. I'm in Westeros as <laughs> well. Are. I'm not sure if it's called Westeros. That okay. might have been another town. Yeah. <laughs> but it's... I'm 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 in King's Landing. I think oh, sweet. I'm, again, I'm not sure. <laughs> Let me ask you one thing about the Lord of the Rings show specifically. Oh yeah, um, I'm the expert. Okay, I, I, between the two of us, you sincerely are. Um, mm-hmm. So the, we all know that the heavy hitters, Frodo Baggins, Bilbo Baggins, Gandalf. Not in it. Not, not in, in it. it. Okay, so this was my question. Does this show happen before all that or after all that or night? Don't know. Okay. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Don't know. Won't know. Can't Won't know. know. Can't. can't know. Honestly, I've watched most episodes twice, can't and know. both times I'm like, well, I still don't know. They talk about Sauron. There's Sauron. Some, there's a thing called Sauron out there, and that's our bad guy. And we're well, trying to find Sauron. There's a blonde woman who is so powerful Oh, and such yes. a badass, and we love her. Yes, she has yes. a team of others, and I yes. don't remember them ever. They are all yes. the same hot white guy with yes. long hair. Yes, who can Legoland. Swing a sword. One, one is named like Legoland. Or like uh, okay, maybe Legolas. Legolas. I can't remember their names. Okay, I'm neither, really obviously. struggling out here. But it well, is. Bill, um, I'm enjoying you know the ride. I'm so happy. And Amazon Prime thanks you, and Televised Comedy thanks you, Live Comedy thanks yes. you, all the citizens and of Middle Earth and Westeros, and I thank you deeply. And you know what? Sauron actually is a perfect bridge to today's um, episode topic because uh, today we are going to be talking about villains. Villains. Bum 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 bum. bum literal bum. This so, is a dark episode of No Yeah, we're, we're going through the murky waters of villainy here today mm-hmm. on the No Choke podcast. And the Sauron, bad guys and the bad girls. Yeah. So can just uh, while we're on Sauron for the moment, so, and this is something I genuinely don't know. I'm not like asking this in a cute way as though I already know the answer Seth Meyers style. I'm sure. genuinely asking. <laughs> Seth so, Meyers so, style. Uh, Sauron is what species? What is Sauron is a what? A dragon? I haven't met him, okay. her, or it. Them. Okay, got it. So we don't or even maybe know. maybe we have and I I don't remember. Don't <laughs> yeah. Also possible. Also yes. possible. Um, S- Sauron, when, I think. Sauron. When they evoke Sauron. when they evoke Sauron's name in the show, do you feel a chill up and down thine spine? Do you get I don't sharp? know yet because yeah. I don't know what to fear. Yeah, I've right, seen right. the bad guy that Lord of the Rings has established. Right. It's his name isn't, and I'm not joking, Adam, but it's really close. <laughs> it's okay. like okay. Aram or okay, cool. Bat. A-Rod? A-Rod? Maybe it's A-Rod. <laughs> A-Rod. Alex Rodriguez. But we meet him okay. pretty early, and he okay, is the cool. leader of the orcs. I hope oh, this okay. isn't a spoiler. And the orcs okay. are these, like, dead guys who are yeah. still alive, and yeah. they're really hard to kill. Yeah, but they're the okay. zombies. Like, uh, like better it. than zombies. I don't know. They're like zombies who work out. It's hard cool. to explain. Fit-ass um, zombies. Orcs. Got it. And this guy, let's call him Adam. Let's I don't just think call him Adam for now. Yeah. He, 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 it was established that he's the bad guy. Right? Okay, And then he's the one we fear. He is their king. They call Got him it. Father. Okay. Father. Father Adam. But in the most recent episode, he gets captured, and we're oh. like, we'll kill him. Let's kill him. But yes. they want him to take us to Lead, Sauron. Take me to your leader. Take me to exactly. Sauron. Oh, that's exactly. sick, dude. Well, I, so I, I don't I'm know what my to fear. Seat here. So because, I mean, please do keep me po- – I mean, we'll talk about other villains over the course of this episode. But please, mm-hmm. as you continue on your Middle Earth journey, uh, keep me posted on the Sauron front. I'll keep you posted. Keep me and posted. I'll keep the no-joke listeners yeah, yeah, posted. Yeah, yeah, Because it's yeah. very – I don't know how many people actually watch Lord of the Rings or Game yeah. of Thrones. So for those 
who don't, I will keep you posted. So, Adam, just bring on the questions throughout. Uh, I will. I will. I'm genuinely curious. I don't know. I've just been, always been sort of confused as to whether Sauron is spirit or man or beast or all three or something in between. But but well, I guess we'll find out together. So that's You've that's asked more questions yeah. about this character than I have. And <laughs> okay. I'm the one watching it. <laughs> okay. Perfect. So I'll get back to you. Um, and Adam, I say we get back to the no joke list. Yes, sir. We'll take a quick break. Great. We'll take a quick break. And then we will start our conversation on villains and see cool. where that goes. Love that. First act break. Adam, oh, do boy. you should we both do an impersonation of what we think Sauron sounds like? I was literally going to suggest just that. Well, that is quite literally what I was going to say. Uh, of course, definitely. All right, we'll be right back. Adam, you go first. I. It's I, Sauron, kind of a gravelly Jeremy Irons. Hello, it's me, Sauron. Sauron, I'm late. I. Thanks for listening to No Joke. Uh, today we are talking about villains, and those were two probably equally accurate, if I might say, impressions. Sure. Our best guess at mm-hmm. what Sauron's sort of vocal quality might be. Um, but uh, that was—I I like your—I like your take a lot, Bill. I thought, I thought that was ch- it chilled me to the bone. Okay, good. Yeah, good. That's the goal. Make his bones cold. I will ask you this, though, Adam. So as we get into this conversation on villains, yes, the presumption is that villains are generally brooding. Yeah. You know, big, slow-moving, indestructible, yes. scary, confusing yes. Lurking, things. hulking, spooky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, can you think of a villain who actually had the voice like I just did? Hello. Hello. Like a like a like a Jewish or like a yeah, like a kind of awkward there. just up there. Uh, that's a really a great question. Yes, I can, Bill. One Go. of the most. Yes, I can. Well, well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna couch that. Okay, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? One of my favorite movies of all time. The mm-hmm. villain's name is Judge Doom, played by Christopher Lloyd, if you recall. Judge mm. Doom, when he is in his sort of normal state, talks like Christopher Lloyd and has kind of like a you know a kind of a wide vocal range. Uh, but then there is a there is a moment in the in the movie where he at his most scary. I believe he himself turns into a tune. He sort of mm. like evolves from human being mm. to to tune, and his voice does sort of get tunified a little bit, and is like squeaky and horrible and kind of high pitched. And it is the high pitchedness of his voice that is so scary. So. So like that's I would say that's one little example, uh, okay. and then of course you have the Joker. I mean the Joker, very famously, uh, you know he. I mean in the '60s, sort of Adam West Batman Joker. I think he talked like you know sort of like a clown. I mean he's a clown or whatever. So I think. Did the, you see? Oh, I was about to say. Did you see the new Joker? This is a good opportunity to remind <laughs> the listeners. You know, I love I love of... to slam the. One of my online brands is I love to slam the Joker. You have a two-for-two two success rate <laughs> at insulting Adam yeah. Cokes. We know that the diehards know this, but for new listeners, it's yes. no joke. Adam yeah. once tweeted yeah. about the Joker, <laughs> yeah. and can you ballpark how many likes you got? It was like— it, it, was, it was like 40x my second most popular tweet. I mean, it was like a far above and beyond any tweet that I've ever tweeted. Uh, likes, it was in like the—it was like maybe like 3,700. Thirty-six or thirty-seven hundred, maybe approaching Pretty good. 4K, something like that. I could. Are be you off book? Are you off book? Could you spit it from oh, the hip shit, right shit, now? Shit. Let me think. Let me think. It was something along the lines of it was when the Joker movie came out, and yep. I said something like the Joker is the most nuanced, complicated character in the American canon, unless you've ever read one single book for adults or something sort of snarky, Damn. kind of me. I mean, totally slammed, slammed. Um, but uh, it was something along in that vein, along those lines. Did you uh, see the new? Joker? Joker or like that Joker like 
a couple of years ago, the Joker, Phoenix like one? the big Joker. I don't think I saw it, man. <laughs> I don't think I saw it. I was going to ask you, is he the villain in that movie? Oh, God. Well, you know, I, th- I don't know. Didn't see it. Didn't okay. see it. But um, I think that, um, you know, I think that was like the whole thing was that they're like, they're sort of reframing the villain as the anti-hero in a way. The origin like, story, like how, yeah, like exactly. a little sympathy for how I he became this sympathy way. Sympathy for the devil kind of thing. Exactly. Okay. So I think that was the vibe. Did not see it. Probably won't, but uh, but anyway, the Joker kind of in some versions of the Joker, he does have sort of like a nasally nasally voice, okay. kind of I guess. Yeah. Okay. Adam, you suggested we do an episode about villains, and there was no pushback from me. But I am wonder, I am curious, what inspired you to come out the gates and say, "Let's talk villains." It's spooky season, Bill. It's October. We're a team, uh, as everyone knows, we're an extremely topical podcast here at No Joke. Mm-hmm. And, it and is an extremely spooky podcast. Very, very spooky. Extremely spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like horror movies, man. And I've been watching some. Um, meet like, like you when you're like sort of, okay, I guess it's evening time and what's on thine screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been watching a few horror movies, so villains have been on the brain. And, um, and uh, I just thought that we could talk about um, what the, the characters in movies and television, whatever, that makes spooky season so damn spooky. Okay. Um, and well, also, just, the villains are the best part of movies. And, and I mean, I'm not. You the, always said that. Yeah. You were the like, first I mean, person I've ever heard thought. say that. When yeah, we were like well, young I, 20s and we were like yeah, hanging yeah. out every minute of the day. Yeah. At one point, you said the villains are always the best part of the movie. Of and that was such a reframe for me. Oh, yeah. Where I was like, oh, a movie isn't just made on like the hero, no it's way. made on the thing the hero is going up Exa- against. That's what makes it cool. In fact, um, I don't know if you've been like whatever the James Bond that like they're they're looking for this new James Bond right they're like trying to cast the new James Bond and then I read some little headline that the producers of the James Bond franchise or whatever said that like well we want to nail down the villain first before we uh, before we even hmm. think about sort of like casting James Bond it's like the villain is the priority. Like, the mm. villain is the thing that makes the movie, especially in a franchise like Bond. Where like, I mean, like, well, that's James Bond specific, too, because, like, Bond is literally fixed, never changes. There's no ever any variable to James Bond, and it's a given that he's going to, to prevail, obviously. So okay. the villain is the thing that provides the variance and the new novelty right. spice to at least the Bond franchise. But I would argue to all sort of cool, action-y, thriller-y, horror-y movies, the villain is the thing that makes it cool. Do you have a favorite villain of all time? Or like one well, that immediately comes to mind? You know what? Yes. One of my favorite villains of all time. I don't know if you've seen the movie Misery. It's one of my favorites. Oh, it's a Stephen Mama King classic. Kathy Bates. That to me is maybe my favorite all-time movie villain, I would say. Maybe. Sell it's up the there. kids on Misery, Adam. Sell the kids real quick on a movie they may never have heard of. <clears throat> so Misery um, is a movie about uh, – it was written by Stephen King, or at least based on a Stephen King book. I think he wrote the movie too. But he, uh, it's, it's a, a novelist played by James Caan who uh, is up in the snowy mountains of maybe call it Maine, I guess. And uh, he finishes his – and he's, he's like a, a famous author in a la Stephen King of like a series series of movies um, or a series of books called – oh, I'm forgetting it now. Uh, uh, oh, Miser- uh, Misery. Misery is like the name of the character maybe. Um, and he's written all these Misery books and they're wildly popular and, and whatever. It's made him quite famous. So he finishes his latest uh, – what, th- what he says is going to be his very last entry into this Misery uh, – uh, his last book that he's going to write. And he's driving down the mountain uh, after writing this book, and he gets in a car accident uh, in the snowy hills of Maine. And he is rescued by 
happened substantially by a super fan played by mm-hmm. Kathy Bates, a mm-hmm. super fan. Mm-hmm. And she has read all the misery books. She can't believe it's really him. She's so in love with him. She, he's her, her creative idol. She knows every word of every story he's ever written backwards and forwards. Wow, that's cool. So he's broken his legs in this horrible car accident. So she's essentially nursing him back to health or so he thinks. And mm. really, um, she is, she ends up, uh, Torturing she him, has basically. him trapped. She has him trapped uh, on this bed in her home and mm-hmm. uh, with all lines of com- communication cut off. And she sort of mm-hmm. gradually and slowly reveals herself to be quite mentally unstable, obsessed, uh, sort of like a crypt, like sort of psychopathically obsessed with these books uh, and with him as a writer. And, and demands, she has no superpowers. No superpowers. no superpowers. She just has all the status. Yeah, dude. His She's legs amazing. don't work and she does everything for him. And she makes makes him right she she is so upset so mur- like murderously upset that he is considering finishing this franchise of which she is such a fan that she forces him to write another one uh, while while he is sort of under her care. Anyway, but that's a perfect example of villains don't have to be uh, big, aggro, scary, whatever. Like, she right. is like, she wears a little cross necklace. She's soft-spoken and sweet. And she like, she's she's like, at the, the beginning of the movie, she like, doesn't even want to curse. Um, she says things like, ah, oh, dag, flip it! And like, things like that. And she's like, mm-hmm. sort of, there's a wholesomeness to her, which of course is all the scarier. Um, so I think she... She's up there for me in terms of, like, movie villain. She's up there for one of my favorites, for sure. Is she still with us? Kathy Bates, big time. Big what time. is Kathy Bates up to? Because I feel like she couldn't miss. Anytime oh, we got a Kathy Bates Ugh. fighting in a movie in, like, the late 90s, mid-90s, it was like, and we're thriving. This movie's thriving. thriving. She, well, she's one of the all-time greats. The last thing I really remember her was one of those, like, American Horror Story sh- series, whatever. She's mm-hmm. like, in one of those. Um, but I couldn't tell you what she's really up to, up to super recently. But Misery mm-hmm. is, to me, so iconic. And that uh, Annie, Annie Wilkes, I think is the character's name. Annie Wilkes. So um, check out Misery, kids. If you're movie. looking for a good time, oh. if you're looking for a laugh like me, you've oh, seen yeah. Mandy, <laughs> yeah, you've seen Kroll. Now right. it's time to sit back and enjoy some Misery. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Bill, do you have a, a villain that leaps to mind? I know you've been in a Sauron state of mind recently, but I don't Wicked know. Wicked Witch of the West comes to mind? Oh, big time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But what did she really do? What, what did, did the really Green do? Witch? She seems like she and your little dog, too. Two. She wa- what did she want? Yeah, the ruby did slippers? Want? Did she want the shoes? Yeah, what did she even want? Right? What did that it's Wicked like, what Witch What was she want? after? Well, did she drop a house on her sister? She dropped the house... She oh no! The house on her sister. Oh, maybe the sister. tornado. The tornado. Threw, I mean, we're. we're I thought her sister came in a bubble. Them. Didn't her sister come yeah, in a Glenda bubble? The good Glenda. Witch. Glenda. Glenda. Why was Glenda the Good Witch and the Wicked Witch of the West? Did the Wicked Witch of the West even have a name? Stacy. Stacy the <laughs> wicked ass Stacy. Did she get a raw deal? What's well, up? How did the Wicked Witch of the West... Oh, there's a play called Wicked, and I bet this tells the whole story yeah, of what's I going down. Yeah, I think that's the whole idea. I've seen that idea, play. But... I've forgotten that play. Yeah, that's understandable. That's way over 70 minutes, by the way. So that's Damn. already testing your uh, your live theater attention span for sure. But I do uh, know it's a great musical, but I can't musical. remember why the Wicked Witch of the West got such a raw deal. Yeah, um, well, maybe one of the reasons is because her sister has a name, Glenda, and you're just naming yeah. the villain Wicked. That's r- yeah. right off the bat in Insulting. That's the meaning. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wicked Witch comes to mind. I don't even, uh, again, don't know what she did. Think yes. she had flying monkeys, knew she was green. Yeah, yeah, she had flying monkeys for sure. Yeah. She might have got wet at the end. Oh, yeah. She can't get wet. Is that how she melts? I melt. 
melting. Why was she melting? Did she get wet? Is that all? Was she like a gremlin? Like, don't get the Wicked Witch or the Gremlins wet? I think so, actually. Was it just water? Um, yeah, it is always sh- funny when you go on a long movie journey and you're like, this is going to lead with the good guy, good girl versus the bad guy, bad girl. Yes. And you're like, this, here we go. And then the, ba- the villain just dies. Like, Signs. they just kill it pretty quick. Remember and you're like, movie, oh. Remember that movie, Signs? That was like the prime example for me. Maybe we do. Do we just... Talk about this actually, sir. I've never seen Signs, and I'm not sure if I've ever seen an M. Night Shyamalan movie. You didn't maybe see Sixth I've Sense? seen Sixth Sense. Oh, okay, maybe okay. I've seen, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Well, sign, and not to spoil Signs, I mean, spoil, give me a break, the movie's like 20 years old, but it's a movie about aliens, and they're like coming to invade this home, and then like it's all, like you said, it's very M. Night Shyamalan. The tension is great. It's all very thrilling. We're on the edge of our seats, and finally, in the last 20 minutes of the movie, the aliens showed up, and the way that you defeat them is a little water or hit them. Why is it? And hit them. Give me a break. (laughs) It was such an anticlimax. All you have to do is hit them or get them a little wet. So that seems like we've stumbled upon something where it's like when you focus on all of the story and not the rules of the story, a lot of writers will cop out by saying, get it wet. Yeah, wait. Just get it wet. Get it wet. Gremlins, Wicked Witch, Sign Aliens. Signs, Signs Aliens. Just like bring it. Like you can bring an AK-47. You can bring a fire, a flamethrower if you want. But really just bring a spritz A washcloth. Just a washcloth. Yeah, just get a washcloth and dab them. (laughs) Just dab the bad guys. And more often than not, they'll melt and your your town will be saved. Exactly. Uh, Here's another villain that comes to mind. This is a movie I've seen maybe the most amount of time. Side question, oh, wow. Bill. What's the movie do you think that you've seen quantity most amount of times in your life? Well, I'll, I'll give there you a chance. There was a to- year yes. where I watched either Tommy Boy or Black Sheep oh, yeah. every single <laughs> okay. day. Okay, good. Good. VHS. So, like, those are the two. I don't know yeah. which one. but I've Some I great comedy go- villains. Bo Derek and Rob Lowe are very good, like, comedy movie villains in good whatever stuff. Black Sheep or whatever. Or Dan Aykroyd. Or oh yeah, of course, Ackroyd. He wanted to buy yeah, he wanted to buy the brake pad course, company. Stan Ackroyd, obviously. Um, Zelinsky. Zelinsky, yeah. Um, the movie, the, one of the movies I've seen the most amount of times in my whole life. My brother and I would watch this basically every day for like years. Uh, was the Usual Suspects? Oh, I'm sure we're all mama. Familiar. Um, and Kevin Spacey, who unfortunately in real life is a bit of a villain, um, but uh, he has portrayed some two, I would say, uh, two of my favorite movie villains. Um, and The Usual Suspects, of course, famously Kaiser Sose, amazing, mm-hmm. um, just fantastic. And again, mm-hmm. like Kathy Bates, I guess I'm revealing yes. my own villain bias. It's like a meek villain that reveals, yeah, that reveals their menace and where the menace is hidden behind a cloak of meekness. This mm-hmm. is, I guess, what I. I really respond to. So um, Kaiser Sose does it for me. And then one of my other, and I definitely just talked about this movie last week on the podcast because it scared the shit out of me at a sleepover, was the movie Seven, in which um, Kevin Spacey is also the, the the deranged psychopathic murderer. Amazing performance. Yeah. Um, so Spacey can bring it, maybe because he's a psychopath himself, IRL, but I'll mm-hmm. leave that to the pundits. Uh, but <laughs> again, <laughs> um, Kaiser Sose, knockout, knockout villain. Uh, when that little foot, when Ooh. that little foot exactly. starts walking nice, exactly, folks. Uh, the talk about a chill down the spine. I mean, that's that's all you can ask for in a movie. He fooled man. all of us. He yeah. fooled us all. He exactly. made fools of us, of all. us all. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He was like a. He was a. In after that movie, it, like lying for me at least was like, see, that's a power. If you can lie yeah. well. That's and if right, you can lie Bill. In the moment, and That's if you can right. craft in the moment, you can you can do a lot. 
Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's right. That movie is is totally iconic, and Kaiser Sose is an iconic villain for sure. A- Adam, we have to go into our second act break, but I suggest in the third act we come yeah. up with our own villains. Yeah, yeah, I want to. I want to. I want. I think we should yeah. invent villains. I want to. Yeah, that's and good. be those villains. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. Okay. So, what do you say? Uh, what do, well, actually? What do you say we do in the second act? Do you have any ideas? I don't have an idea. Nothing is coming to mind. Okay. Uh, do you want to growl? Maybe you growl, oh, like and then cool, I growl like, like a, a scary, scary villain. Growl. Yeah. Like yeah. Can, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is this is where the show is now. Yeah. At, this is folks. where we're at. We've done <laughs> 328 episodes. You want to growl? Now we're just want to growl. You want to growl? Yeah. We're yeah. running out of sounds, let alone words, conversations, <laughs> or topics. We're at the bottom of the barrel with just sounds. Growl. Just growl together. Okay. So Adam's going to growl. I'm going to growl. Spotify lawyers aren't going to be mad yeah, at us. You can't come after us for this. Okay. We'll be right back. I Thank you so much for listening to the No Joe Podcast. Um, we are talking about villains on today's episode. Those were some growls. You know, were- Adam has been talking folks how he likes these psychological villains yeah he likes know. these these people who outsmart the audience yeah. outsmart the detective yeah you know like you yeah. never you just didn't see it coming until yeah. it's too late that's right my man can growl mm. if you were listening Thanks, with the dog. volume up there were different tones oh, in yeah. his growling <laughs> there were different choices it went nasally it went throaty it yes. went guttural yeah adam Thank can you, growl Bill. and that's Thanks, just buddy. what it is let me tell you, uh, before we get into um, Create Your Own Villain, I just want to say the movie I was watching uh, uh, last night um, was that I haven't watched in a while that I'm sure we've all seen is American Psycho, uh, which is such mm. a fun time. And mm. Christian um, Bale? Oh, yeah. Because I, I saw an interview with him recently, and he was like – and he was talking about – I don't know. He was like Batman. He was like, I played Batman, and that's going to be like my most iconic thing. And like if I'm remembered for Batman, I guess that's not so bad. But maybe this is just as a, 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 like a product of how old we are. But to me, the iconic Christian Bale role is Patrick Bateman, not Batman. To me. Mm. To me. I don't know. And but, people yeah. have probably heard about that movie. I don't know how many people have watched that movie. Oh. 30 seconds or less. Who is he in that movie? A 1980s New York City cap like capitalist monster, exaggerated capitalist monster, um, who works on Wall Street, is rich, status obsessed, and murders because he also has uncontrollable rage. And it's okay. funny, but here's the thing though: the movie is funny, 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 mm. funny. So it's all, I would even classify that as like a pitch black comedy more than a intentionally movie, is, funny. How I think does so, how does the humor yeah. how does the humor reveal itself? Um, he talks about it's in the little details. He goes into the movie opens with him talking about his extensive skincare routine, and he talks okay. about it like extensively. Uh-huh. There's a, a, there's a chilling scene where him and all of his like horrible misogynist Wall Street buddies are all um, comparing their business cards, and it's mm-hmm. shot and presented like true horror and like it's played so high stakes like the business card is emblematic of themselves and like he gets so apoplectic with rage that his colleagues have nicer business cards than him and it's that's hilarious but it's also deeply genuinely terrifying so it's like it's able to do both and it's just i mean it's like not 
LOL Tommy Boy funny, but it's like he turns on Huey Lewis in the news, cranks it up to the cranks the volume all the way up, and like chops up his friend or chops up his colleague while Huey Lewis in the news is playing loudly. It's like funny, winky winky. It's over the top. Yeah, yeah. It knows what it's doing. Yes, exactly. Do you? So you turn on American Psycho last night. Of all the things you can watch, what makes you want to watch something um, like that? Is there there a quality? Yeah, oh, it's, I'm oh, trying to God. embrace it. I'm just trying to. Im- I'm trying to live here in spooky season, and uh, I just like to. I, like, yeah. do you like going to bed scared a little bit? It doesn't phase me like that. That's the thing. It's like I. I, I don't know what this says about me. Maybe this is a conversation for <laughs> for a, no. a mental health professional. But it's like uh, scary movies. Don't I don't. I mean, granted, like I was talking about yesterday, as a kid, there were certain, you know, scary sure. movies like Seven, whatever, that got in my head and that I w- would would spook me. But as an adult, I just – I like it. I want to be scared. I like that. Like, That's I, fun. I, scare me a little bit. Thrill me. Like, spook me. I kind of mm-hmm. want to, to turn off the TV and, like, sit there quietly in the dark and, like, be a little afraid for a second. That's what Love I kind of want it. now. Yeah. Love to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> so now we know that Adam loves to be spooked. But kind folks, by we movies. But promise in the second act that now we are going to be the villains yeah. now. Now it's no joke after dark, and it's yeah. dark time. Yeah. It's dark time. So, Adam, you like being spooked. Kind of, yeah. Could you, could you, or do you want me to go first, yeah. help describe the character that you would be or would oh, want to so create fun. to spook? This is really good. This is really good. Um, I want, I, I really, I want to, uh, I don't want to be too precious with this. Okay, what, if I were to create a villain for myself to, to I can it, even help. To I can help guide the conversation too. Please, please. Real person or um, slightly like more monstrous or, you know, shapeshifty. Um, real is always more chilling to me than mm-hmm. like, than like rock man or whatever, like mountain guy. Like, mm-hmm. um, so to me, I would say real person, real person. Okay. Yeah. Real okay. person. Yeah. Do you think that you would have a specific vendetta against someone or something? Or do you think that you would be a lawless, just crazy person? Just a sociopath. The sociopath is really chilling and scary. Someone who mm-hmm. like, I mean, the sort of another villain that we haven't brought up is like the Anton Sugar model from No Country for Old Men. Just like a true Stone Cold Psychopath. Uh, those are always really good villains. So mm-hmm. I think that I would say I would I would um, exact my villainy out of a, out of a philosophical uh, anarchy. I no, no personal vendetta. Much scarier when it's just like this human being doesn't Holy have crap. feelings. That is scary. Yeah, that is yeah, very of course, scary. Of course. Would you have minions? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, like other other people who I would kind of recruit to do my bidding or something like that. I don't think so. I think I work alone. I think I work okay. alone. I think I'm just like a tortured um, psychopath who um, who who. Yeah, I don't think I have teammates. I don't think I have teammates. Do you live in plain sight? Yeah, big time. Big time. Do you like correspond with the detectives that are trying to figure out so. who's done this? I think wow. so. That shit's great. fun. That's oh, really great. fun. I mean, like, mm-hmm. that's great. I mean, again, the Zodiac killer, I mean, real life person, but like writing letters to the cops, taunting them. I think I'd be taunting the cops. I think I would. Yeah. Taunt. I like to Did think have a I would fun? taunt. I think I would have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think so I'd let's like talk about, I... let's talk about the taunt real quick. So I feel like that's the calling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. I feel like this is where it's fun. Yeah. What yeah, is yeah. your style of taunting the cops? I th- I like to think like here's my thing I might skywrite cryptic messages oh. I think maybe I would skywrite them so not just the cops but the whole city would see I okay. think I would I think I might now sky- aren't maybe you sky afraid aren't yeah. you afraid that they would just get air traffic control to shoot down the plane and now we know who did it. 
or yeah, something not, like I'm, that. Yeah, but I'm not flying the plane. I'm not flying the plane that's skywriting it. I oh, am, it's a drone. It's a drone or more grizzly, the more grizzly option, it's someone that I am sort of holding hostage that I'm forcing to fly the plane um, and to like do to do my bidding. Not a minion, but 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 someone that I have a- apprehended or, or uh, you know, kidnapped, let's say, or something horrible like that. How can you that, trust them that they're not going to spill those beans? Uh, I, I would put a little ankle monitor on them, like with an oh, explosive, and if yep, you and yep. if you and if you an ankle you monitor, try, you know, and I'd strap a little explosive to their ankle, and I would say okay. if you call the cops, it detonates. If you try to, to land the plane, it detonates, mm-hmm. and you know that kind of thing. Um, so what so do you I, want? What do you so, want? Uh, I think I think like like some of my favorite villains. Um, wow, that's such a good question, Billy. What do, what does this guy even want? Mm-hmm. Like other than I mean, some villains are after the fame and the fortune and the notoriety. That's what they say. Serial killers like on some part of their psychology, mm-hmm. they want to be caught. It's about yeah. being in the papers or whatever. Sure. Sure. Um, Maybe five hundred dollars. Five hundred bucks, maybe. Maybe just put five hundred bucks in unmarked bills. <laughs> five hundred bucks. Five hundred. I gotta pay for gas for the yes. plane. Gas is pretty expensive. <laughs> I yeah. kind of like that. A psychopath fighting a skywriter yeah. who wants five hundred. Yeah, five hundred bucks cover the cost of the gas for the skywriting plane. I kind of yeah. like that. I think so. Practical. Yeah, I'd watch. I'd watch. Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, I think so. That's cool. I like that. I like that. Pretty yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty I cool. think so. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, Bill, I throw the question right back to you. Um, it, when when you think about the villain that you would most want to embody or just kind mm-hmm. of like imagine, um, are you thinking real person or sort of like super more supernatural Sorani? Uh, more supernatural Sorani. Love that. I Love that. I think my. You want powers? Name, yeah. I want to be a shapeshifter. Hell yeah, dude. I want to yeah. be a shapeshifting polar bear. Whoa, sweet. Okay, cool. So polar so bear is your base. State, when yeah. I, yes, when I'm not shapeshifting, I am a polar bear. Hell yeah, dude. But now I'm in New York City, oh. and I'll die in a day a if day. I'm a polar bear Easy. in New York City. So Easy. now I have to be shapeshifting. Got to for survival. It's I I couldn't I mean just for, for climate just yep. for climate alone. Yep. So I'm shape shifting, but yep. my problem is I have seventy two hours to get the gold. Oh, and you if I get don't the gold get from that your... gold yeah. worth, ironically enough, five hundred dollars. Just what I'm looking for. That's what you're looking for too. <laughs> if I don't get the gold for. that's worth five hundred dollars, <laughs> I'm going to be trapped in whatever form I am after seventy two hours. So I need to get the gold, get the five bills, and get then out. get back to Antarctica. What are, what are, love that clear want, clear goal. I love the ticking clock. The time limit of 72 hours is very compelling. All great Mm -hmm. stuff. What, Mm -hmm. if, and what, if any, uh, are the limits to your shape shifting capabilities? What can you shape shift into and what can't you? Excellent questions. Yeah. Excellent questions. Thank you. You can, you're welcome. You can shape shift into, um, firemen, police officers. (laughs) Oh, and sky riders. Oh, we share a common interest. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you can't shape shift into any other bear. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be like a grizzly or a koala or a panda. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm Got thinking there is a it. crossover movie oh, in the top. works. Big Do you see top. where I'm going oh, with I'm this? A, oh, buddy, yeah, I think. Okay, I 
Yeah. So I am a shape-shifting polar bear who has taken on the life of, you guessed it, a skywriter. Sky I'm a and psychopath. And I come in contact yeah. with a guy who yeah. also needs 500. 500 buckos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we decide to work together, but it becomes an alien versus predator type movie, a movie I've never seen and will never see. <laughs> yeah. But I assume they are two bad guys who realize they're after, yeah. they're after the same thing. Yeah. And that's a movie I would watch. Are you kidding me? The climax of this movie takes place in the vault of the New York Stock Exchange, where everyone yep. knows they keep the gold. <laughs> yep. And it's Psychopath v. Polar Bear, 500 yep. bucks on the line. And, and the climax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've heard of that <laughs> versus polar bear for five hundred dollars is a movie i would watch <laughs> yeah me too yeah psychopath yeah. versus polar bear, bear for five hundred dollars <laughs> coming to streaming in 2023 yeah yeah no joke listeners we dude. need the campaign to start here yeah we yeah, need but... to see somewhere on socials hashtag psychopath versus polar bear polar bear yeah, mm-hmm. we've all but alien versus predator, cowboys versus aliens. We've heard it. We're done with that. Now we're moving on to psychopath versus polar bear. And what's tune at stake? in? You guessed it. Five five hundred dollars. Dollars. Yeah. But it ends in the basement of the stock exchange where they keep the gold. <laughs> the gold. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Yep. Wow. Yep. Okay. Franchise. I could see multiple oh, movies yeah. coming out. This is basically Marvel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're starting our own cinematic universe uh, for mm-hmm. sure. I meant to just to put a fine point on it, Bill, and, and mm. we don't have to think too hard about it. Um, no. d- d- does your character have a name? Or just like what's your impulse for, for what polar bear shape Evan. shifting? Evan. Yeah. Evan Hansen. Evan Hansen. Perfect. Mm-hmm. But not that. Evan Hansen in parentheses, but yeah. not that. Yeah, and I have to. I'm like so annoyed. Clarifying. You're like, oh, have time. you seen the musical? And it's like, no. Yeah. I haven't seen no. the musical. It's yeah, just I've another heard. I'm just another guy named oh, Devin just another Hansen. Guy. That's good. Uh, I think my What's guy, your psychopath's name? Uh, I think uh, um, Timothy, but spell Timothy like with an F like Timothy Moz- like Mozgov. You oh. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Timoth- Timothy. That's I psychopathic. Think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 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 And that's and that's yeah. why we're And the F course. and the F stands for five hundred dollars. That's what I'm after. The That's movie why. writes itself. Yeah, it the writes movie itself. Writes it itself. literally is writing villain. itself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm tuning in. I'm psyched for this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. psyched and I'm psychopathed. Me for too. This. <laughs> well, we tried, Adam. We tried yeah. to talk villains and uh, we, we came up with a killer movie yeah. streaming in 2023. Check it out on Roku. Yeah, check it out on Roku. Mm hmm. <laughs> if you have Roku, check it out. Check it out. Yep. Yeah. Um, thank well, you to Joe Mandy. Podcast, Adam. Uh, yep. Yep. What were you going to say, Joe Mandy? I, I just said thank you to Joe Mandy. <laughs> yes, thank you to Joe Mandy for coming on the show today. The big show help. Today. Thank you, Joe. Big, big, An excellent big guest and an yep. excellent stand-up. Thank One you to Kroll for also coming on the show. Thank you, guys. Um, thank and thank you, Bill, you for Westeros. supporting comedy. Thank you, Westeros. And, mm-hmm. um, and uh, thank you, Sauron. And, uh, and may the wind be ever at your back uh, to, the, um, uh, to, the, to the Baggins family. <laughs> That sounds good. All that right. That sounds good. good. That sounds good. Yeah. And this episode sounded good. And for this No Joke episode, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>